Welcome to Cheers from the Grave. I'm Erica. And I'm Stephanie. And I'm Nicole. And how you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. It's a very hot day. Yeah. It's disgusting outside. It's been like 20 minutes since we've last spoken. Staying inside all day. Yes. Yeah. Except for that time that we went to sushi. So we went to sushi this afternoon. Mm-hmm. We had a little meeting powwow, I guess. It's a sushi place. So let's talk about that sushi place really quick, Nicole. We had a lot of rolls. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was judged hardcore. You were totally judged She's hardcore. Like, uh, are you going to eat all of this? And I was like, You were yeah. totally she got, judged She got like, six hardcore. rolls. I did. I got six rolls. But you know what? I saved half of them for later. And she gave me an entire roll. So I'll take that. I did. Yeah. But the energy in there was oh, so it fell. freaking off. Let, let me describe this. So I walk in. Please. Everyone's already in there. There's maybe like one other person there at the time that came in after us, but empty Asian restaurant, there was just no emotion. It was just like void of everything. It just felt like, what, what do you call this? Uh, purgatory. Yeah. It just felt there was no happiness, no sadness. I'm 100% sure somebody died in that building. <laughs> but You're going to have to look that up. I don't know. I just felt very off. It did though. Or it could Even just when be we me. walked in, we were the only people that were in there when we first got there, and it was just yeah. very void of anything. And then when the other family came in, the bigger family, it just still felt weird because they were still loud, but it didn't like change the tone of the room. Yeah. Like nothing could just change. And the also, room. it kind of felt like all the workers there were just like zombies. Like they were just they were not wanting to be there. I feel that too, but no, it was just weird. Yeah. It was too quiet in a sense, like. It just felt void of anything. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. But, uh... It was weird. It was. But the food was good. It was. It was good. It was. I mean, that one sushi roll, like, changed your life, apparently. Oh, I had one piece, and I saw God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really For good. For an atheist, you saw God. <laughs> Not an atheist. No. I don't know what I am. <laughs> it's okay. It's we okay. out here. <laughs> so, something's up there. Maybe. Something over there. It's an alien, probably. Oh, Lord. So, uh, topics. So, today, I wanted to talk about poltergeists. Yeah. And what's funny is that I started this research, like, way back in July, literally in the waiting room (laughs) at my dad's hospital, as we were, like, waiting for him to get surgery. So, um, by the way, my dad's doing fantastic. That's good. FYI, he is doing chemo and radiation, and he's literally blowing the doctors away with how well he's been doing. He's going back to work and everything. So, wow. Yeah, he's doing really well for what he's been given. So, we're all very excited and happy about that. So, but anyway, yeah, poltergeists. So, uh,. What is a poltergeist? Yeah. So a poltergeist is basically a German word for noisy spirit. Uh, it's they're basically a poltergeist. Is that I how you? No idea. Okay, I was gonna say. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's just a geese with a polter. <laughs> <laughs> Poltergeist. Oh my god, that'd be like cr- geese on crack. Geese <laughs> terrifying. Geese are terrifying on itself, but if they're possessed by some kind of poltergeist, that'd be even worse. Have you seen their teeth? Yes. Yes, they're nasty. Mm. Oh my god! Let's get a shirt that has like a poltergeist on. <laughs> Poltergoose. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> my brain just like so many ideas for that. <laughs> a goose wearing like 
A sheet. The sheet. <gasps> oh, with the eyes cut out. But the t- Next the tattoo idea. But, but the, the beak, beak is still out and mouth open with the teeth. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. That's amazing. Yo, Kina, you're listening to We're this because it. we need your help on this one. We go to Kina for everything. Kina is amazing. Yeah, she is. Kina is our graphic design artist, and she's also co-host of Historical AF, and they are phenomenal ladies. Yes. Love them all. They're dropping little uh, clips of their next episode. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited. They're amazing. So, Poltergeist. That was a plug. <laughs> <laughs> we plug them all the time. It's yeah. cool. They're awesome. So back to poltergeists, poltergeists. Um, so yeah, uh, German word for noisy spirit. Uh, they are normally known for throwing um, or bombardments of projectiles, like stones or other small items. Uh, they love opening, closing, or banging doors or windows. Uh, movements, including levitation or domestic objects like furniture. Uh, generally sounds, raps, or cracking, sounds of raps or cracking. Where knocking can be heard through the house, imitative noises like the sound of a crying baby or a barking dog, uh, puddles, flooding, outbreaks of fire, pinching, scratching, or biting of skin, graffiti, uh, graffiti writing, graffiti or just flat out writing like on the walls. Like just imagine like if you're like in your house and you just see this random like writing on your wall of graffiti saying ghost was here. <laughs> <laughs> but with like backwards letters. Backward letters like ghost was and it's like W-U-Z was here. Goose was here. Goose was here. But the, S, the was S's here. were like in the fancy way you would do it in middle school. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's a 90s poltergeist. It's a moldermuck. <laughs> Uh, electrical disturbances or mechanical failures, lights and luminous effects. So many manifestations are common in both uh, modern and historical cases, <laughs> uh, suggesting there may be a constant, uh, consistent pattern of phenomena involved. A majority of cases, however, are generally located within the United States and Europe. It's unclear if other cases occur in other countries or cultures. Um, unlike hauntings in particular locations tied to homes, poltergeists have been known to attach themselves to a person and follow them around. Uh, they generally manifest around young people between the ages of 9 and 13, mostly when children are about to go through puberty. Uh, they also tend to occur when the family setting has emotionally conflicting dynamics, such as a strict authoritarian or punitive regime, and may also be strongly religious. Uh, there's also a theory that psychokinetic manifestations of the haunted person's repressed anger at another or more powerful family member. However, it seems to always be directed at the self. So the agent, i.e. the victim, like then becomes the victim. Wow. Though often dramatic and threatening in nature, people who people are very rarely seriously hurt and physical harm is usually scratches, minor cuts, or small bruises that are results of being hit by projectiles. Um, I had a little personal note in here mm-hmm. <laughs> and my personal note was what the fuck, poltergeists are fucking scary shit. I don't understand how this can't be serious. People have gotten seriously hurt from this. It's definitely something you do not want to mess with. Yeah. Personal note. <laughs> So it generally starts uh, by outbreaks generally, uh, they come on suddenly and can be triggered by traumatic events within the um, victim's life or even a new emotional stress. Uh, they usually last for about a few weeks or months and can end abruptly. Some cases, however, it's lasted for more than several years. 
uh, events can die down if there is a significant positive change within the individual or family circumstances. This could be moving house, switching schools, change in the members or change in the members of the household. Uh, typically, therapy, family counseling, or psychotherapy can also bring an end to the outbreak. So to play devil's advocate, in a sense, a lot of skeptics do argue that many, if not all, cases of poltergeists are the result of trickery and pranks generally caused by the victim. Sometimes they have accomplices. Uh, most of the time it's a child or a young teen playing pranks for fun or mischief just to get away with attention or a way of expressing repressed hostility, exacting revenge against or exacting revenge against a disliked family member. Very few cases the agents have been caught red-handed, i.e. caught like starting to throw or move an object, rapping on the walls or imitative noises or graffiti. Again, Ghost was here. Uh, more dramatic phenomenons like levitations are rare and difficult to record. Investigators do argue that once trickery is discovered, it'd be wrong to dismiss the case. It's always possible that paranormal activity could work alongside with the trickery. It's possible that it could be done unconsciously or carried out in a, disso in a dissociated psychological state rather than deliberately. So this is what I found like interesting about this research. It's like it's not just looking into like the actual ghost aspect of it. It's actually looking into like the whole psychological aspect of it yeah. and like the fact that yes, these things can happen, but it's also it could be something that can be done like by the person themselves. So um, some of the explanations, uh, some of the explanations could be natural, like noises in the walls could be caused by birds or rodents. Uh, vibrations could be due to wind, underground watercourses, airlocks, and plumbing or earth tremors. Puddles and flooding could be due to leaks or condensation. However, less than 2% of reported cases could be explained away by these things. Um, some of the spiritist explanations. Uh, traditional beliefs are usually that a poltergeist is a mischievous or malevolent spirit. Uh, ghosts or demons. Uh, some cases, these entities have been known to possess the victim, i.e. the agent. Uh, due to this, outbreaks are met with fear and magical or religious remedies involving ritual prayer exercise, or exorcisms are performed. Uh, spiritual, spiritualism in the 1840s, though, uh, poltergeist manifestations were understood as departed souls to communicate with the living and maybe resolve unfinished business. The approach to reach out to the departed soul was to hold a seance, and during these seances, the poltergeist may reveal its identity by utilizing coded raps, voice phenomena, EVPs in writing, or by utilizing the Ouija board, mm. which we all know is not really the best of ideas if you're not going to use it properly. Correct. So. Oof. I hate Ouija boards so much. <laughs> I have a weird fascination with Ouija boards to where, like, I want to use a Ouija board, mm -hmm. but not in this house, not where I live. No, thank you. I played the Ouija board once when I was a kid, actually more than once when I was a kid, and that's the reason why my house was haunted for quite a while. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring my candles next time. <laughs> <laughs> and stage the shit out. Yep. Uh, people who become spiritualist mediums were often met with poltergeist activity in their childhood. Uh, there's also psychokinetic explanations, uh, generally called PK. 
It refers to the ability of some individuals to paranormally affect psychological or physical processes using mental powers. Because of the poltergeist phenomena tend to focus around the victim, it's suggested that they are caused by spontaneous eruptions of the age or excuse me, of the victim's latent PK powers. It generally runs side by side with high levels of emotional distress, which can amplify the agent's PK energies until they eventually explode in the form of poltergeist activity. It has been said that individuals who have been found sensitive to environmental factors, such as high EMF, which is electric, uh, electromagnetic fields, uh, readings caused by high voltage power lines, or geomagnetic disturbances like solar activity, could amplify PK, which could lead to poltergeist man uh, manifestations. Um, there's also psychological and psychiatric explanations. Um, they can play, they can have factors play, uh, excuse me, psychological and psychiatric factors play a huge role in the majority of cases, which can create additional stress to the victim. As stated before, most cases are from children or teenagers who may be struggling with puberty, tensions within the family, physical, verbal, or even sexual abuse. Lots of times these poltergeist victims are diagnosed with having anxiety, hysterical conversion, or DID, which is the Dissociative Disorder, AKA Multiple Personality Disorder. So I just wanna to touch really quick on one of the most famous cases of the of, uh, poltergeists, and that's the Enfield poltergeist. Have you guys heard of the Enfield poltergeist before? No, I have not. I've heard of the movie. The <laughs> Enfield poltergeist is what inspired the Conjuring series. Mm -hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Very scary. <laughs> Yo, I love the Conjuring series so much. It's so good. So the Enfield poltergeist um, was, it was a case that occurred at 284 Green Street in Brimstown, uh, Brimsdown, Enfield, England, between the years of 1977 and 1979. It affected two girls, Margaret, 13, and Janet, who was 12. Uh, there were also other siblings. That was John, who was 11, and Billy, that was 7. So it started on August 31st of 1977, around 9.30 at night, Peggy Hodgkins, the mother, or Hodg Hodgson, um, the mother, called police to her home after witnessing furniture moving and that two out of her four children heard knocking sounds within the walls. They actually went to their neighbors first, and um, their neighbors came over, and they also heard the knocks, and that seemed to follow them around the house. So the police arrived around 1 a.m., and my thought, first thought was, holy crap, they called around like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, and they arrived at 1 o'clock, like... The huge. Yo, that's a long-ass time to respond to a call. Um, and they witnessed a chair move. So the cops witnessed a chair move three to four feet across the living room without any physical contact. <laughs> the things that generally occurred during this time, uh, marbles and pieces of Lego were seen traveling through the air at great speed, seemingly emitting, like emanating from the walls or windows. Uh, a teapot shook vigorously on a cabinet in the absence of any external vibration. Metal spoons were bent and a lid of a metal teapot was deformed. However, when it comes to the metal spoons being bent, it was actually um, notated that they actually saw one of the girls bending the spoons in the other room okay. one Ooh, time. Okay. Yeah. So this is where, like, the Enfield poltergeist, there's a lot of controversy around it, whether or not it was actually faked, because there's a lot of things that could be explained away, yeah. um, or whether it was actually, like, paranormal 
Um, okay, I have heard of this. I okay. do remember the little girls bending the spoons. Yep. I remember that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, there is also a shade of the bedsi uh, bedside lamp that tilted and then straightened. Uh, the toilet door opened and closed when nobody was nearby. Cardboard boxes and cushions were thrown by an unknown force. Uh, a slipper was thrown across the room by an unknown source. A frame certificate was pulled off the wall. A bed uh, bedroom carpet was pulled up at the edge to form an identical shape each time and an effect um, that one of the investigators was unable to rep uh, replicate. Let's see, uh, 11, apparently Janet was levitated and deposited in different places at different times. There's actually a famous picture of her kind of like being thrown from one bed to another. And there, so the picture of, is basically of her in midair looking as if she was just thrown, like picked mm -hmm. up and thrown from her bed. Um, here, let me see if I can bring that up really quick. Do you like, now, I was it a big, like, was she just jumping bed from, from bed, bed to bed, bed or, or, um, because a lot of this sounds similar to, um, the DeFeo's mm -hmm. with, um, Amityville. Yeah. Some yeah. of the things sound very similar. And for this case, were the Warrens involved? They were. Okay. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> yeah, the Warrens were involved. Um, like, I want to believe that's... it. Oh, that's somebody jumping. She's definitely jumping. Yeah. It's yeah. like, I believe some things, but it might also be that they want more attention, so they do some more extra things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I want to believe it, though. That's kind of where I am, too. So, um, let's see, uh, what else? Uh, kitchen unit doors would slide open on their own accord. Uh, footsteps were heard when nobody else was present. Uh, Margaret, one of the other daughters, uh, one of the other girls, she was held fast by an unknown force. Knocks, bangs, and crashes were heard, but not caused by plumbing, vibration, or other external sources. Um, however, there have been times where Janet actually has been observed banging the broom handle on a ceiling um, and hiding one of the reporter's tape recorders. Uh, there has been said that coins had disappeared from one room to and repaired in another. Small fires started and extinguished themselves without causing damage. Water appeared in circumstances not understood. Uh, normally reliable electronic uh, equipment failed to work. Apparitions were seen, partial and total. The iron frame of a built-in fireplace was wrenched from the wall. Excrement appeared in inappropriate places, and apparently there was also abusive remarks and swear words and gruff misks and voices that apparently produced, that were produced by Janet. So there was another thing, too, where Janet apparently was actually possessed by the ghost mm. or by this some kind of poltergeist himself. And there was actually some really creepy videos that have the audio of it me a second also i don't want to jump ahead just in case you have this as well wasn't it that she had some writings on her body too mm -hmm. that they would find yeah yeah they actually think that she Let had hold on so there's this one sounds like the exorcist that's not my name <laughs> 
She's barking as a dog in this one. Oof. Trying to get it to yeah. yeah. Isn't that creepy? Yeah. It just sounds like the exorcist. It does. And what's crazy is that they actually think that um, she has uh, dual, like there's dual vocal cords that some people have hmm. that they can manipulate that makes it sound like you kind of have like two voices in one or something like that. Or maybe she's somehow mastered some kind of uh, ventriloquism mm -hmm. or something like that. So um, it's a very... Uh, insane case um but ed and lorraine were brought on the case and everything and um there's really not too much that i have to say about this one but even though a lot of the activity was real you know a lot was deemed faked by the girls so it still leaves the whole premise open to was this something that actually happened that was real was it something that you know because it can be real sometimes but sometimes the girls can like heighten it or make it seem worse than it really is sometimes mm -hmm. just to get attention. But at the same time, like after all this was said and done with, they just didn't want anything to do with the press or anything because obviously the attention to it was too much. So, but yeah, that that is my thing on poltergeists. Oof. Little yeah. little lesson there. I feel like parts of it were real, but then also they maybe have wanted that media attention in the moment. Yeah. So they were doing a lot of little extra stuff here and there. Yeah. But I believe it was real. I think a part of me, a lot of the stuff mm -hmm. that happened was probably real. And then maybe it's as possible that, you know, whatever was in the house was affecting the girls to where they're were making them do some of the things that were possibly faking yeah. or just came to my mind maybe all that stuff was happening but when other people came over to help them none of it was going on so they had to sit here and come up with a wave to make them yeah so people would believe them that could be true too yeah yeah Never you know. know those little those ghosts are sneaky <laughs> sneaky snakes yeah they are sneaky sneaky bastards mm -hmm. Well, that was very interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was my paranormal yeah, well, corner. Yeah, well, dead things. We're going to move it on into stuff, something pretty relevant Oof. going on in the news now. Yep. So this one, just an FYI before we segue into this. Yes. Just an FYI, uh, what we're about to talk about is political. Very. Um, it is does deal with a sensitive subject of suicide, mm -hmm. so just listener beware. As well as um, pedophilia and sex, sex, sex trafficking. trafficking. So just listener beware on those possible trigger yes. warnings. Um, and if you want to skip ahead, I will have a little segment at the very end, just in case. <laughs> yes. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about the Jeffrey Epstein case. Conspiracy theory. Yes. Dun, dun, and if you guys dun. know me, you know I love a good conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. So we're going to dive into a little background in case you aren't aware of what's going on in the news. Um, Jeffrey Epstein um, was an American financer and a convicted sex offender. Um, Epstein began his career in finance um, before forming his own firm, uh, J. Epstein & Co., 
until he, his conviction for, conviction for sex crimes in 2008. Um, Epstein was a well-connected multimillionaire who moved among the financial, political, and cultural elite. Um, in 2005, the Palm Beach police in Florida began investigating Epstein after a parent complained that he molested her 14-year-old daughter. Um, Epstein eventually pleaded guilty and was convicted in a Florida state court in 2008 of soliciting a prostitute and of procuring of an underage um, girl for prostitution. He served 13 months in custody with work release as a part of a plea deal um, where federal officials had identified 36 girls as young as 14 years old who had also been molested by him. Oh, this guy's a shitbag. Yes, he is. Complete. Um, Epstein had additionally faced allegations from numerous individuals of holding women in sexual slavery, mm. those including the underage um, Epstein was again arrested on July 6, 2019, on federal charges for sex trafficking of minors in Florida and New York. Um, he did die on August 10, 2019, reportedly after hanging himself in his Manhattan prison cell, where three weeks previously, Epstein had been found unconscious in his jail cell with injuries to his neck and was placed on suicide watch but was later removed from the watch just 12 days prior to his death. Really? Yes. So he was actually no longer on suicide watch. I thought he was on suicide watch the entire time. No. But the thing is, is his cell had private security footage continuing. Huh. Um, it was con completely continuing until what they said was it was going to be continued until his court date. Just to make sure. <laughs> and then mysteriously, it stopped working the day he killed himself. Um, but that's just me jumping ahead. I'm going to give you some background information on um, his criminal cases. Um, once again, on March 2005, a woman contacted the Palm Beach Police Department and alleged that her 14-year-old stepdaughter had been taken to Epstein's mansion by another older girl. Um, there, she was allegedly paid $300 to strip and massage Epstein. Um, she had allegedly undressed herself, but left the encounter wearing just her underwear. Um, from then on, the police did begin a 13-month uh, undercover investigation of Epstein that included a search of his home. Um, the FBI also became involved in the investigation. Subsequently, the police alleged that Epstein had paid several girls to perform sexual acts on him and with him and his friends. Uh, interviews with five alleged victims and 17 witnesses under oath, as well as a high school transcript and other items found in Epstein's trash and home allegedly showed that some of the girls involved were all under 18. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, the police search of Epstein homes found two hidden cameras and a large number of photos of the girls throughout the house. Um, some of whom police had interviewed in the course of their investigation. Mm. Um, the International Business Times reported that papers filled and filed in a 2006 lawsuit alleged that Epstein installed concealed cameras in numerous places on his property to record sexual activity with the underage girls by prominent people for criminal purposes, such as blackmail. Oh, Jesus. Um, Epstein allegedly lent his girls out to powerful people to integrate himself with them and also gain possible blackmail information on them. And in 2015, evidence came to light that one of the powerful men at Epstein's mansion may have been Prince Andrew, the Duke of York. 
Oh, shit. Yes. Um, a yeah. former employee told the police that Epstein would receive messages three times a day, and eventually the FBI compiled reports on 34 confirmed minors eligible for restitution, increased to 40 in the MPA, who allegations of molestation by Epstein included corroborating details. Um, Julie Brown's 2018 expose of the Miami Herald identified uh, rest, uh, about 80 and located about 60 victims. Oh, she quotes the then police chief, Michael Ryder. Um, this was 50-something, she's, and one he. And the she's all basically told the same story. So the majority of them were girls. Oh, my God. But there was one boy um, that came forward. Um, so in May of 2006, the Palm Beach police filed a probable cause affidavit saying that Epstein should be charged with four counts of unlawful sex with minors and one molestation count. Um, <clears throat> Epstein's high-powered team of defense lawyers included Roy Black, Gerald Lefcourt, Harvard Law Professor Alan Dershowitz, and former Clinton Special Prosecutor Ten Ken Starr. Oh, my God. Um, so, <laughs> yes. He had lots... He had money. He bought himself into lots of stuff and mm -hmm. out of lots of stuff. Um, but, uh, yes. So, that's just some of those information. He did have a bunch of civil cases, though. Did he? He did, as well as his right-hand man, or I should say right-hand female friend, <sighs> um... How do you pronounce her name again? Giselle? Just Jeline? Jeline? Jeline Maxwell. Um, that was his right-hand man, his girlfriend and his associate. Wait a minute. That was his girlfriend? That was his girlfriend. I didn't know that. That I did not know. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm hardcore into conspiracy theories. Oh, that makes it even more. Um, so yeah. his civil cases started in 2008. Um, on February 6, 2008, an anonymous Virginia woman filed a $50 million civil lawsuit in federal court against Epstein, alleging that when she was 16 years old, she was recruited to give Epstein a massage in claims she was taken to his mansion where he exposed himself and had sexual intercourse with her and paid her $200 immediately afterward. Jesus. Um, a similar $50 million lawsuit was filed in March 2008 as well by a different woman who was represented by the same lawyer, and these and these and several other similar lawsuits were dismissed. Why? Mm-hmm. They were all settled by Epstein out of court. What? How did he not go to prison for any of this shit? Mm -hmm. He's a white man. Oh, that's because right. Because he is a white, straight male he's a white with money. He's a white male with money. That's right. In America. Um, so on December 30th, 2014, a, a federal civil suit was filed in Florida by Jane Doe 1, whose name was later identified as Courtney Wilde, mm -hmm. and Jane, Do J Jane Doe 2, who um, I don't actually believe they gave out her name, um, against the United States for violations of the Cr Crime Victims' Right Act by the Department of Justice. There was a later unsuccessful effort to add Virginia Roberts, who was Jane Doe 3, mm -hmm. um, and another woman, Jane Doe 4, as plaintiffs to that case. Um, in addition, the, they accused Alan Dershowitz of sexually abusing a minor. Oh, Jesus. Um, 
this was Jane Doe three that was given to him according, uh, who was provided to Alan Dershowitz by Epstein. Um, the allegations against Dershowitz were stricken by the judge and eliminated from the case because he said they were outside of the intent of suit to reopen the plea deal agreement. Um, a document filed in court alleges that Epstein ran a sexual abuse ring and lent underage girls to prominent American politicians, powerful businesses, business executives, foreign presidents, and a well-known prime minister and other world leaders. Disgusting. It's uh, fucking disgusting. That man um, better be burning in hell right now. <laughs> so this long-running lawsuit is pending in well, was pending in federal court, aiming at vacating the f federal plea agreement on the grounds that it violated victims' rights. Um, on April 7th, 2015, judge, uh, the judge ruled that the allegations made by the alleged victim, Virginia Roberts, against Prince Andrew had no bearing on the lawsuit by alleged victims seeking to reopen Epstein's non-prosecution -prose plea agreement. And the judge ordered that the allegation be struck from the record. What in the yeah. Um, the judge made no ruling as to whether claims by Roberts were true or false, though he did not allow um, Jane Doe 3 and 4 to join the suit. Uh, the judge specifically said that Roberts may later give evidence when the case comes to court. Oh, Jesus. So that brings us to <laughs> uh, January 2015, mm -hmm. where a 31-year-old American woman Virginia Roberts, uh, alleged in a sworn affidavit, affidavit that at the age of 17, she had been held as a sex slave by Epstein. Oh, Jesus. She further alleged that he and the British socialite, um, what was the name again? Jelaine? Jeline. Jeline <laughs> Maxwell had trafficked her to several people, oh including God. Prince Andrew. A retired Harvard Law professor, Alan Dershowitz, and Roberts also claimed that Epstein, Maxwell, and others had physically and sexually abused her. Um, Roberts alleged that the FBI may have been involved in a cover-up, which I believe. Oh, my God. Um, she says she had served as Epstein's sex slave from 1999 to 2002. And he had and was used to recruit other underage girls. How did she get away? Does it say how she got away from it? Like Unfortunately, how she no. It? These are just the um, court cases that I'm... Oh, reading Jesus. from. Um, so Prince Andrew, Epstein, and Dershowitz have all denied that about having sex with Roberts. Mm -hmm. um, and Dershowitz even took legal action over the allegations. Um, a diary that was actually written by Roberts was published online. And um, because of that and because of all the stuff that she said was so detailed, Epstein settled did an out-of-court settlement with Roberts. Oh, Jesus. As he had done in other lawsuits. Just goes to show that he's guilty. He just doesn't want to like... Yes. Um, as a result of Virginia Roberts' allegations and uh, Jelaine Maxwell's comments about them, uh, Virginia Roberts sued Maxwell for defamation in September of 2015, much after legal confrontation. Um, the case was settled under seal in May of May of 2017. Um, the Miami Herald, other media, and Alan Dershowitz filed to have the documents about the settlement unsealed after the judge dismissed their requests. Um, the matter was appealed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for a second circuit. So, <laughs> basically, 
Um, she stated in the appeal uh, that they basically, everything that happened would be unsealed in May of 2019. Mm -hmm. uh, later, the court ordered these documents to be unsealed uh, after having them redacted to protect innocent parties. Um, Robert's testimony claims that she was dispatched to give erotic massages and engage in sexual activities with Prince Andrew, Jean-Luc Brunel, Glenn Dubin, Marvin Minsky, and Governor Bill Richardson. Ooh. Another unnamed prince and an unnamed foreign president, an unknown, uh, or sorry, an unnamed hotel chain owner, and among others that she could not name. My whole life revolved around just pleasing these men and keeping um, Jelaine and Jeffrey happy. Their whole entire lives revolved around sex. Um, so not only that, but she also, there were also um, multiple lawsuits out um, from J Jane Doe versus Epstein and Trump oh, no. in 2016. Mm. Um, the federal lawsuit filed in California of April 2016 against Epstein and Donald Trump by a California woman alleged that the two men sexually assaulted her at a series of parties at Epstein's Manhattan residence in 1994 when she was just 13 years old. Uh, the, suit was the suit was dismissed by a federal judge in May 2016 because it did not raise valid claims under federal law. Um, the woman filed another federal suit in New York in June of 2016, but it was withdrawn three months later apparently without being served on the defendants. Mm. A third suit was filed in New York in September of 2016, and the two latter suits included affidavits by an anonymous witness who attested to the accusations on the suits, asserting Epstein um, employed her to procure underage girls for him and an anonymous person who declared the plaintiff had told him or her about the assaults at the time they occurred. Uh, the plaintiff who had filed anonymously as Jane Doe, was scheduled to appear in a Los Angeles press conference six days before the 2016 election. Oh, but abruptly canceled the event. Her lawyer asserted that the woman had received threats oh, for speaking out against the possible president um, and all this. Uh, so the suit was dropped on November 4th, 2016. Trump's attorney, Alan Gurton, fl flatly denied the allegations while Epstein declined to comment. Hmm. So this, what I have here, is I have all the court cases. Yeah. It just goes on. Oh my and god. On and on and oh my on. Goodness. Um. Uh, the last one that I have, um, or the last two that I have, were from April sixteenth, two thousand nineteen, where a new accuser came to light. Her name was Maria Farmer. She went public and filed a sworn affidavit in federal court in New York alleging that she and her 15-year-old sister Anne had been sexually assaulted by Epstein and Maxwell in separate locations in 1996. Mm. According to the affidavit, Farmer had met Epstein and Maxwell at a New York art gallery reception in 1995. In the following year, in the summer of 1996, they hired her to work on an art project in Leslie Wexner's Ohio mansion, where she was then sexually assaulted. Um, Farmer reported the incident to New York Police Department and the FBI. Um, Farmer's affidavit also stated that during the same summer, Epstein flew her then 15-year-old sister to his New Mexico property where he and Maxwell molested her on massage table. Jesus. Oh, God. 
I know. I'm. This is barely scratching the surface, you guys. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could go down the list. I am. I have a list, and I'm going down. Oh um, my god. So the final one was on July 22nd, 2019. While in jail awaiting trial, Jeffrey Epson was served with a petition regarding a pending state civil lawsuit filed by a girl named Jennifer Arazo. Araoz. Araoz. I can't pronounce this name. A-R-A-O-Z. 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 Araz. Rose. Araz. Probably. I don't know, maybe. Araz. Hmm. Jennifer Arroz, who says Epstein raped her in his New York mansion when she was 15. Starting August 14, 2019, adult survivors of child sexual abuse will have one year to sue for the offenses in New York State, no matter how long ago the abuse took place. Mm. Um, so basically, what happened is on July 6, 2019, Epstein was arrested at an airport in New Jersey on sex trafficking charges. Um, according to witnesses and sources on the day of his arrest, about a dozen FBI agents forced open the door to his Manhattan townhouse with search warrants. Um, the search of his townhouse turned up evidence of sex trafficking and also found hundreds and perhaps thousands of sexually suggestive photographs of fully, partially, or complete nude females. Oh my God. Oh my God. Some of the photos were confirmed as those of underage females and they were locked in a state um, on compact discs that had um, handwritten labels on them as well, including the descriptions of the person and their name. What? Yes. Um, there was also found in the safe $70,000 in cash, 48 diamonds, and a fraudulent Austrian passport. Wow. Which expired in 1987, and it had Epstein's photo, but a different name. Huh. You'd um, think that'd be proof enough. <laughs> you would fucking think. Do we know what his fake name was? Um, it does not say here. Oh. Um, but it did say here the passport had numerous entrance and exit stamps, including entrance stamps that showed the use of pa the passport to enter France, Spain, and the United Kingdom and Saudi Arabia in the 1980s. The passport showed his place of residence as Saudi Arabia. Hmm. According to his attorneys, Epstein had been advised to acquire the passport because of, as an affluent member of the Jewish faith, he was prone to kidnappings while traveling abroad. Mm-hmm. No. Um, on July 8th, prosecutors with the Public Cor um, Corruption Unit of the Southern District, District of New York charged him with sex trafficking and conspiracy to traffic minors for sex. Uh, the grand jury indictment, uh, alleges that dozens of underage girls were brought into Epstein's mansion for sexual encounters. Um, the judge was to decide whether the non-prosecution agreement that protected Epstein from the more serious charges would still stand. Mm. Um, Epstein's lawyers urged the court to allow Epstein to post bail, offering to post up to 60, or sorry, not 60, 600 million bond, including a 100 million from his brother, Mark. So that he like could leave jail and submit to house arrest in his New York mansion. Oh, Jesus. Uh, the judge denied the request on July 18th, saying that Epstein posed a danger to the public and a serious flight risk to avoid prosecution. Good judge. Um, on July 23rd, Epstein was found injured and semi-unconscious at 1.30 a.m. on the floor of his cell, cell, on the floor of his cell with marks around his neck that were suspected to be from a suicide attempt or an assault. His cellmate was a former New York police, city police officer whose name was Nicholas 
Tar Taglion, who was who was charged with four counts of murder, was questioned about was questioned about Epstein's condition, and he denied knowledge of what happened. <sighs> Epstein said that he um, recollected nothing, and that the sources in the jail said that Epstein might have tried to have hang, hung himself. How did the, his cellmate not see that? Money, like, money, money. Jeez, it's all about money. Um, a third witness said that the injuries were not serious and could have been staged, while a fourth said that an assault by a cellmate could not have been, had not have been ruled out. Um, so with that being said, he had famous friends, you guys. A lot. A lot. And on August, I believe it was yesterday, August 10th, they were supposed to uncover a lot of his people that he trafficked to, that he yeah. brought underage girls to, and all this stuff. And so that brings up the fucking question. Was it suicide? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Come on. He was no. on suicide watch. They had a 24-hour surveillance camera on him that mysteriously stopped during the hours that he committed suicide. Fucking bullshit. And on top of that, his famous friends, Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, you have fucking Prince Andrew. Yeah. You have all of these famous people that he could have outed and we could have gotten so many answers to for all of these poor girls that had been subjected to the abuse. Isn't there some kind of records, though, that they can find in this house well, my that thing might is, link? Is like, they still have one person, Jelaine Maxwell. Mm. That's true. Her, his right-hand man. Yeah. Which means they need to put her under pro protection. I, I don't think she's going to talk. And if she's going to be set up to talk, they're going to... Unless she follows down the same path that he just did and offs herself as well. And that's what's bullshit. Complete bullshit. It's complete. And let's be real, without those two, they're not going to look more into it. They're not. We already know. And that's... You can have as much proof. the same day that they were going to come out with all this stuff. They were going to talk with him. They were going to get answers. But look at all these previous years. They have all this proof and they never did anything about exactly. it. And with that, once again, if he did kill himself, the, the guards, the camera... Money, money, money. Mm -hmm. I would have, if I had the money, I would have paid people to turn the eye too, to off myself. Or they did it themselves. He got a visitor. <laughs> you have a visitor? <laughs> he probably did. He probably did. And goodbye. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. That's a lot. It's such bullshit. So what's this about him being switched out you were talking about earlier? Okay, so, yes. <laughs> um, I'm a fan of Reddit, as everybody else knows. Um, but also there was a post way before his suicide even happened where they were like, hey, I'm not going to, you know, work at this jail. This is what we saw happen. He was like, um, so, shoot, I wish I could pull it up. I can't find it anymore. Um, basically what had happened was it was... Uh, we got word that Epstein needed to go to the hospital, so they wheeled him out or whatever, and the triage nurse doesn't remember him being there or anything like this. And then on top of that, the transport van didn't sign in or out. What? Yeah. Weird. So they had no recollection of what time 
he was in, what time he was out. And, you know, these are protocol, like, yeah, pro to fucking call. And so they don't, and that's what they say. And they're like, and then the person that he was replaced with didn't kind of look like Epstein, but didn't also have the majority of his features. Like his ears were different and stuff like that, like slight feature differences. Hmm. And I'm just like, I'm reading this and I'm just like, yeah, my conspiracy, my, my, so my gears are turning. Like the, does that mean the real Epstein might still be alive? And the one who is possibly, he could have been switched out to make it look like a death so that the case would be dropped. But then again, you got to think, uh, they still have to do DNA. They still have to do all this. That's other true. Stuff. Yeah. So who knows? But at that time also, who knows if they even caught the real one, if that's the case. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, with that, what are your thoughts and ideas on this case, if you're also following it? Yeah, right, what please. What do you think? Because for me, I think this was a cover-up. And his uh, political, He took the coward's elite, way out on this he one. Did. Because he knew that he, basically, he was at a point where he knew that he was going to ruin a lot of lives well, if this came to life. But the thing is, is, sir, you already did. Well, it's not just the thing. It's not just the fact that he's going to ruin more lives. It's the fact that he knew that his number was up. He knew that he was caught. He knew that the shit that they were going to find on him and the dirt they were going to find on him, that was going to be it. And mm-hmm. he's like, well, you know, they're... He's like, you know what? I'm 66 years old. Uh, yeah. But before he did that, he could have outed everyone else, too. Instead of just going down him himself. That's why he we think it was a setup. But maybe he's not... But maybe he's the type of person that, I mean... Were they offering him any kind of a deal that say, hey, if you I wouldn't name have offered names, him a goddamn deal. I would have pretended like I was. He, I feel like if he, he would have outed people before, he would have done that for sure. Yeah. Because why is he just going to bury all the burden himself and then off himself? He should have brought everybody down with him. Maybe he didn't want to. Maybe there were people that were more powerful at work that – he knew he even he's just better off offing himself because maybe he doesn't want to like snitch on his friends. That's a lot of loyalty from a man who did all of that, though. It is, though. <laughs> it is. But when it comes to shit like that, I don't think it's as easy as just oh he offed himself. There had to be like more stuff. Oh in yeah, there. no, there has yeah. to be more stuff. There. Oh, also, I just want to throw this in there. Um, he was a big fan in um, like donating to ways to improve the human race oh, through Lord. genetic engineering. What? Yeah. <sighs> um, he started doing this in the early two thousands. Uh, he wanted to help improve the human race through genetic engineering and. Artificial intelligence, including his own sperm. Oh, please stop. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, because the world does not need more of him. It was reported in August 2019 that Epstein had planned to seed the human race with his DNA by impregnating up to 20 women at a time using his New Mexico compound as a baby ranch, where mothers would give birth to his offspring. He was an advocate of um, cryonics and his own idiosyncrasy syncretic version of transhumanism what the fuck uh-huh he has said perhaps in jest that he intended to have his penis and head frozen what yeah 
That is That's so specific. That is extremely. Um, that is according to various sources. That is fucked up. Mm-hmm. This world's better off without him. But I'm just pissed off that he didn't as happy as I am out. that he is gone and no longer able to do shit like this. Mm-hmm. I am extremely upset that his victims aren't getting justice. Yeah, that part. And that's why I really want, and I really hope. Jelaine Maxwell gets put kind of on the same pedestal, but I know she's not going to. I hope something happens, I or do maybe too. they find something in his I house want them or to files or something to you know to just link them to everything. Because all they need is if you're sitting here saying that he was had videos of blackmail of other people, you know, having these relations with underage girls. If they find and that... And with discs that had names, timestamps. Exactly. If they find that, I mean, even though this asshole's dead... I mean, they have that. It's they just still come on, bring it to light. See if they can find more. Go exactly. to these up, all over the place. Do. But yeah. So he's got famous friends, and if they're part of this... Money talks a lot. It does. And uh Making the mood a little bit brighter. Nicole, what do you have for us? Oh, yeah. So let's move on away from <laughs> sexual predators and move into Nicole's cryptic corners. Yeah, that was a hectic corners. Yeah, that Nicole. was heavy. So, <laughs> yeah. Let's circle it back. So for this week, I thought it'd be fun to do a which major cryptid are you quiz. Ooh, yes. And I sent you guys the link. Does everybody have the link? Yes. We can do this together. Let me know when you guys are there. Okay. And if you at home want to play it as well, it's a play buzz quiz. So which major cryptid are you? Okay. We got this pulled. Okay. Everybody up? I got it. Okay. So let's start. Let's do one at a time. Okay. I feel like we can do it all together. Well, I want to be able to read like what the questions are. What do you do on an average afternoon? Why do they spell average so wrong? I saw that. Yeah. So question number one, what do you do on the average afternoon? Our options are swimming or anything water related, take a long walk, road trip, or stay in your house. As much as I stay in my house, I do hang out in my pool like all the time. So I'm going with swimming or anything water related. Erica? I'm going to say stay in your house. Let's see. Yep. Stay in your house. Okay. Question number two, what would you do if someone angered you? The options are hide or go away, be aggressive but stay clear, fight back, or never speak to them. Ooh. I'm a fighter. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I'm, do are I you, fight back or do I be aggressive and stay clear? No, I fight back. You're fighting back. Erica? I'm fighting back hardcore. <laughs> I fight back too. I am be aggressive but stay clear. <laughs> I'll let you know we're fighting, but I won't physically do anything. Yes. <laughs> Question three. You're playing hide and go seek. Where do you hide? Options are underneath something, high up or in a tree. I try to camouflage or behind something. I'm a camouflage person, hardcore. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to be a part of this tree. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> also, we can see you. <laughs> I would try to go underneath something. Underneath something? Um, I'd probably be... High up or in a tree. I can climb pretty well. All right. Question three. This one's just picture related, so I'll try and describe it. (laughs) Which food looks more appealing? I feel like it should be appalling. 
But yes. one of them is just a bunch of greens put together. The other one is broccoli chicken, but it looks disgusting. It looks like stir fry. Y- yeah, but it just looks weird. And then the third option is an uncooked steak or maybe salmon. That no, looks like a, steak. It's an uncooked steak. Uncooked That's steak, steak with, peppercorn, with the peppercorn on it. I'm going with the steak. I'm going with the steak too, man. I'm going with the Chinese chicken. The broccoli chicken. Yeah. It looks so weird. All right. It and final question. <laughs> the best question of them all. What is your opinion on this quiz? This is pretty bad. Options are <laughs> it was pretty bad. It was great. It was okay. Or I don't care. I'm going with it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. It was okay. All <laughs> right. And calculating results. Do, 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 mm. do. Stephanie, what do you have? I have the Loch Ness Monster. Erica? I also have the Loch Ness Monster. You are a peaceful sea dweller. We are peaceful sea dwellers. I am very happy with my option because I got it again. I am <laughs> Mothman. You are a reclusive hideaway. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. And probably for next week, next time, I'll probably talk about Mothman because he is one of my favorites. Yes. Yes, please. We'll dive into our good old friend Mothman next time. But Yay! that's all I have for this week. Yay. That was fun. That was much better than a light, light in the mood. It's a light <laughs> in the mood. I am messy. Thank you. I like to think that I do hang out in a Scottish lake. <laughs> Just dwelling in the Just bottom. Well. Oh, my goodness. A oh, little fun fact with Nessie. She is one of the top five cryptids that have government protection. No shit. Yeah. Really? I'll get into that later. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> Man, if we all got something different, we could have all done cryptids on each one that we oh, got. what we got. Oh, Take, it awesome. Take it again. Take it again. Do it again. <laughs> Change my options. <laughs> All right. That's cool. So, uh, again, thank you so much for joining in on our another episode. This is going to be episode 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky number 13. Mm-hmm. Um, again, uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. And if you take a screenshot of your review, uh, submit it into us at cheersfromthegrave at gmail.com and you'll be submitted into a raffle for uh, merchandise. And um, please, you can find us on Twitter at Cheers from Grave, Facebook and Instagram at Cheers from the Grave. And our email is cheersfromagrave at gmail.com. <laughs> and we might have a Tumblr and a Reddit page coming up soon. Yes. So stay tuned. We'll let you know. Yes. Nicole is in the process of working on that. So we're going to start expanding our social media a little bit. Yes. We'll post them on the Facebook page and all other social medias when they're done. Yes. yes. Perfect. Um, also, another- if you guys have personal stories, please email them to us at cheersfromagrave at gmail.com please 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 we'd Even love cryptids, to have your stuff because nicole would love to read any cryptid cryptids stories. literally anything if you have an experience with a cryptid oh my god yes. send them in yes just in if general you saw bigfoot tell us about it i have a little fun one i can do right now it's really quick yeah so i'm driving home one day and i see this weird creature it looks like a mix of a raccoon a cat a bear and a small child what the fuck? I have no idea. Like, I'm driving home and I'm pulling, I live on the corner house. So I'm pulling in to the neighborhood and I see this weird thing come down from the tree and it starts to look like a, like how the chimpanzees run. Like, they start off. Like, it was doing like that weird, like, hump walk and then it went onto all fours and went behind the neighbor's house. And I was terrified. I didn't know what it was, never saw it again. So who knows what that was? 
So if you live in Nicole's neighborhood <laughs> and you also see this creature, please send us an email. Oh my gosh. We, you know, it could have been a bear, but I don't know. <laughs> Ooh. Oof. You know, it's possible it could have been a baby bear. Never seen any bears in the neighborhood, though. I live like right in the middle of the city. You never know. Well, I, don't know. I, I have coyotes in my neighborhood. But wow. coyotes, do they come down like freaking trees and no but they try to eat cats and it's terrifying that's, that's no, an that issue for you <laughs> that is an issue for me my cats like to be outside oh my god <laughs> so maybe that means you just gotta do some local research see if I've there's tried. only local cryptids it's like three years ago oh my gosh <laughs> and she's never seen it since well never. fun fact it was actually her neighbor's child it was a hallucination <laughs> 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 was this around the time of uh proctor's parties Perhaps. Oh, <laughs> rest in peace. Oh. <sighs> but anyway, um, no, seriously, guys, thank you so much for mm -hmm. joining us and for sticking with us, even though we've been kind of lacking on the dropping up the episodes lately. So we do apologize for that, but please stick with us and bear with us. We promise we'll get better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If I could thumbs up that, I oh would. Oh, my God. I'm giving you a thumbs up shirt. <laughs> passive aggressive thumbs Yo, up. It's not a passive aggressive. In I all of our group chat, in our group chat of us, of us and also the group chat with the historical AF girls. It's always Every single response from me is just the thumbs, thumbs up, up emoji. But, but it's the really large one that you have to hold down yeah, on she it. She literally <laughs> holds it down until it gets large. And the thing is, you have to time that because you can't just... Hold it down and keep going. Because if you keep going, it'll just disappear. It'll disappear. So yeah. you have to sit there and you have to physically hold it and time it I'm perfectly. I'm really good at timing it perfectly. <laughs> it's just very aggressive. It's every it's single response. I if I was an emoji, I'd be the Facebook I would thumbs sit, up emoji. I would, sit, I would sit there and she'd be t and I'd be talking about something and all of a sudden she just gives me this thumbs up. It's like, it's, it's like, like responding. Yes, with a K. I was just about to say that. Like you're sitting here writing this entire novel and you're just like, Kay. okay, screw me, right? Kay. It's like, okay, cool. I guess I'll go fuck myself then. <laughs> Sorry, it's just who I am as a person. But we still love you. It's yeah. okay. And I feel like it just seems more aggressive because of who you are as a person <laughs> where you don't care. And it's just like, oh, okay, Stephanie. Stephanie's dying oh. over here. <laughs> she just secretly hates all of us. <laughs> Jokes on everyone. I hate myself the most. <laughs> but we don't hate you. We don't. We love you. Anyway, I'm Stephanie. And I'm Erica. And I'm Nicole. And we are Cheers, Cheers from, from the Grave. grave.